Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Stars fans, welcome back to our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. That is a mouthful. Friends, I would like you to know that I have um, I've taken on a Padawan learner. I have taken her on. She is ready to learn the ways of the Force. She is ready to embark on a journey through Star Wars. Now, sweetie, the question I have for you is, will you finish what you've started? <laughs> wow, I did not expect that question <laughs> right from the beginning here. I know, um, but people want to know. People want to know. Because this is a question in Star Wars. Yoda asked, he asked Obi-Wan in episode five, which you've seen we're going to talk about. He says, mm-hmm. will he finish what he started? And then this one, Luke says, he's like, I'm not afraid. And Yoda's like, oh, oh you will be. You will be. So it's just one of those things, you know, you have to make sure as a master, you want to make sure that your apprentice, that your Padawan is ready for this lifestyle, is ready to go into. Are you ready? I am ready. You're ready. Okay. She's, she's ready. We heard I'm this. excited. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Um, all right, friends. So what we're doing, we're actually going to do a, a Rebels rewatch and um, Lottie has never seen it. So by the way, this is Lottie's first uh, time, right? On Hyperspace. I think it is. Yes. Isn't it? Okay. It is. Yep. Okay. I feel like we've referenced you on other you know, different things and different projects or whatever. But yeah, this is your first time on Hyperspace Hangout. So pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, all right. So what we would like to do and is you've never seen it. And I think right. people really enjoy kind of a, they get to re-experience what it was like to go through Rebels or go through something the first time because you've never seen it. So you have right. no idea. And for context, I'm going to explain to folks like, so what Lottie has seen, uh, episodes one, two, and three. Right. Right. And what else? What else have you seen? Outside of one, two, and three, you've seen episodes four? Yeah, four, five, and six. So and we six. have not finished uh, episode six yet. Right. We're right in the middle of episode six. Right. So, yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm a Star Wars newbie. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm ready to be your Padawan. And I just want to, you know, I just want to learn more because... You're my partner, and you're so passionate about it, and you're a true master. Wow. So, yeah, that's why I'm here here to learn and here to ask the questions. Yeah. Um, the, well, and like you said, like we, we talked about this. We've gone back and forth on it. Um, 
I I just was like I'm so I'm so pumped about Rebels. I've I've always been I've been such a huge fan of it. I'm I've been a huge fan of Star Wars for years, and so like for you first introduced me to Avatar. So, right. <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna make this connection. So like Dave Filoni started off with Avatar, and he worked he worked on that right, project. The Last Airbender. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Last Airbender. And so I was like, you know what? You would love this. You mm-hmm. would absolutely love this. So we've got you some Star Wars context in that we've watched episodes one, two, and three. Um, and then just like along the way, we've kind of watched those here and there, but this will be our first real grind, you know, yeah. like where we're really just grinding out episode after episode and we like to sit down and have a salad and, and eat and then do our yes. thing and then kind of just got back from the gym, yeah. hit our salad with some salmon and mm-hmm. some roasted walnuts, you know, and <laughs> yeah, it's good. What kind of laugh was that? <laughs> that was a great laugh. Are Sorry. you kidding? Are you, you can kidding? still tell I'm nervous sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm sweating over here because I want to make sure that you that you feel good. Actually, I'm still sweating from the gym, uh, which is probably gross for folks, but I don't care. All right. Uh, no, the cool thing is, is that like with Hyperspace Hangout, it's just a hangout. You know, we just hang out and, right. and we have a good time. So, and this is also one of the things too. So we'll mention here at the end of the show, kind of um, drop uh, some of our, our social media links and stuff. Lottie really wants to practice, you know, kind of like being on the shows with me and, and podcasting and stuff and then right. uh, you know editing skills and different things she's got her own projects she's kind of working on so we'll talk about that later uh, some fun stuff but really you have wanted to get into Star Wars your brother is a huge Star Wars fan yes correct? shout out to my brother I don't know if he will ever listen to this but if he is oh he might have that would to be, that would be amazing yeah shout out to my brother I love him and yeah he is uh, into Star Wars big time he and his girlfriend they love yeah Star Wars, and I, I don't know, we never... Will he be blown away that you're on this? Probably, yeah. Probably, I right? mean, uh, we never watched it together. We watched a lot of things together when we were younger. Um, he introduced me to, you know, video games, Pokemon, uh-huh. all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah. But for some reason, we never watched Star Wars together, so... Wow, wow. Well, I tell you what, you know, Star Wars is a, is, is a different thing. Like, I remember when we first started watching, like, like you liked episodes one, two, and three, right? Yes, I did. I felt like when we got to four, you kind of fell asleep. I'm not really sure, but you might have fallen asleep. Uh, and then I feel like episode five, though, you Loved were it. locked in. <laughs> I was. Right? So that's, that was interesting. I wish we would have recorded those experiences. We'll have to we'll, we'll kind I of mean, keep you guys. I mean, we will do a rewatch. Yeah, we'll do a rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, I, I, I labeled this as a rewatch. It's a rewatch for me, and it's going to be a rewatch for a lot of people who, who kind of uh, join us. And when I do the Rebels talk, it's like, I'm going to give you some context because you've already had questions like, now, hold on a second. Who is that guy? And, and right. then what is this thing? What is this item? So I feel like it's it's been out for so long that it's totally fair to give you context. So if you're somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I want to rewatch this, like, no, it's a rewatch. And we're going to be talking about it in terms of rewatch, even though Lottie hasn't actually seen it. So that way it, it invites more people to come to it because there's not a lot of people out there who are like, yeah, I want to hear like a, a non-spoiler version of this. Right. So. Yeah. I feel like we might get into some spoilers, so I just want folks to know. But I'm pumped. I hope I actually want to message your brother and be like, she's on the Star Wars <laughs> podcast now. Like, what's up? <laughs> but you're a huge Harry Potter fan. And so, um, you know, like that's you're, you're into different fandoms and, and kind of nerdy stuff. So I feel like Star Wars is, like you said, you're a newbie and you're ready to jump in and learn. So, right. Yeah. Um, okay, let me start off with, so we are in episode one. We're in season one, episode one, Spark of Rebellion. This is part one. So we'll do that for this episode. And really, every time we watch an episode, we're going to sit down and then talk about it. We've actually seen the first four episodes, but now we've gone back and we rewatched uh, episode one, and then we're going to kind of talk about it. Then we're going to watch two, three, four, and then we'll keep going from there, right? Right. So just so you can get used to the names, because 
like if you only watch one episode of this and you then bounce right into like who what like what are the names and stuff mm -hmm. it's kind of hard you know because they're all all new they don't attach to anything really that's like you don't hear a lot of names from episodes one, two, or three, or episodes four, five, and six in Star Wars. So this is like its own kind of thing. Right? Exactly, and I love having you by my side. I can always ask you uh, again, like, oh, hey, wait, who was that guy again, and yeah. how is he connected to that person? And yeah, right. I love that. Yeah. So I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm pumped to do this. So again, okay, season one, episode one, we've got Spark of Rebellion, part one, and I'm gonna read you guys just a quick sort of summary of what happens here. So we have our street thief, Ezra Bridger. He's an orphan on Lothal. So we looked at the planet Lothal. It's got all those grassy kind of plains and stuff. It looks it looks awesome. And I cannot wait. By the way, Lottie is an artist, and she can do some really good uh, artwork. And I'm hoping maybe one day, maybe we'll get uh, you know, some artwork on, on Lothal. Because I've always thought it was beautiful. So and that's an Outer Rim world. Uh, he interferes with the theft of blaster rifles from the Empire by three ghost crew members. So you've got Kane and Jarrus. Uh, Sabine is there, and then the Lasat Zev. Uh, Ezra ends up stuck with the crew while making their getaway and also meets the pilot, Hera Syndulla, and her C1 astromech droid, Chopper. Chopper is wonderful, actually. Uh, Ezra finds a lightsaber and a holocron in Kanan's room and steals the holocron. The rifles are sold to buy food and information from black market dealer crime lord Vizago. So remember that Vizago guy, right, who was kind of mm -hmm. negotiating stuff. Uh, the food is given to the displaced people of Lothal, while the information leads them to the location of several Wookiee, uh, Wookiees that are captured by the Empire. So that's your summary of the first one. So again, this episodes one and two, they're, they're both titled Spark of Rebellion. So it's part one and then part two. Um, I guess what are your just initial thoughts? What did you, what did you think about the first episode? Did you like it? Yeah, it was cool because you dive right into the action, really. You you get right. to be the spectator of, um, yeah, I mean, a, a theft. But you right. think, you immediately know those are the people we, we're rooting for here. So, um, but why are they, why are they stealing stuff? Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that is the big mystery. So all, all along, we're thinking like Ezra is, is also trying to steal something. And then these three crew members are, are stealing something. And so it's sort of like, what's up? You know, who's... And what's in the crate? We don't know the whole time what's actually in the crate right. until the end. Right. Yeah. What are they? What are they even stealing here? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But otherwise, um, I think the characters are cool, um, and it's cool that the way they meet, uh, and we see, we we initially see that um, Ezra and Kanan they have a connection of some kind because yes, they they, they can feel it. Yep. Right. Like when he's when he's looking down and he sort of sees what's up, he's, he's running through kind of uh, the streets of Lothal and he senses something and he looks and he sees Kanan. And what's cool is he's like, huh. And then he like turns away, moves away, and he's looking at Kanan's back. And as soon as Ezra disappears, Kanan turns and has sort of that weird, that look in his eye that like something was there. I felt a presence right. in the force. And you're yep. like, okay, let's go. So they're already kind of sensing each other, and I just think it, uh, that's a that's a really uh, cool way to begin. So now we're talking about the Force, and we're talking about potentially uh, we we know where this is going to go. Kanan uh, pulls out his lightsaber at some point. So to back up real quickly, the very very beginning of the episode was the Grand Inquisitor, the guy who was kneeling before Darth Vader, right? You remember right. that Darth yes. Vader's in the holocron. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, not not holocron, the hologram. Right. And he's talking to the Grand Inquisitor, 
And he's basically saying, like, okay, we've done a good job, but now Emperor Palpatine has foreseen that there is a new threat, the children of the Force. And it's just really, it's really this, this kind of cool thing. So do you want some context on that a little bit? Absolutely. Okay. So, like, the, the Inquisitors are, you know, after Episode 3, you had the hunting down, you saw, it's called Order 66, where all of the Jedi are being attacked by their own clone troopers, right? And there's mm-hmm. this... There's this attack that's happening. Um, Anakin is turned to the dark side. He fights Obi-Wan. Yoda goes and fights the Emperor. They, they both kind of lose. I mean, Obi-Wan beats Anakin, but, like, doesn't, doesn't, you know, he leaves him for dead on Mustafar. And then Obi-Wan, I'm sorry, yeah, then he leaves, and Yoda gets defeated by Emperor Palpatine, which means Palpatine can go pick up his apprentice, and then that's how he becomes Darth Vader. So, but you had a whole operation where Palpatine was trying to destroy the Jedi, so he makes this group known as the Inquisitors. And that guy that you see kneeling down is the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. okay? So he's, he's the the main guy of all the Inquisitors. He yes. oversees all the other Inquisitors. Right. Okay. Exactly. And you haven't seen it yet, but I don't think it's too spoiler to tell you this. He has a lightsaber and it's red. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right. So he is then talking to Darth Vader. Um, and Darth Vader is telling him, again, the enemy now is the children of the Force. If you find any of them and they're being trained by Jedi, take them out, right? If you can turn a child of the Force to our side. That'd do, be great. That'd be great. Yeah. But if you can't, eliminate them, right? So that's just kind of hanging there. And the rest, we, we never get back to that at all in the first two episodes, mm-hmm. um, especially in this first one. So we just kind of follow this 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 band of uh, rebels, okay? Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, we'll bounce back now to the connection that, that they have. There's this heist going on and Ezra gets involved, um, which is, which is awesome. They're kind of, uh, the Imperials are there. They're looking through the crates and everything. And, uh, yeah, so he's after the connection. So Sabine is there and the fight kind of breaks out and it's all this fight over the crate, you know, right. who, who can, who can acquire yep. it. This should be a routine mission. For the Spectres. Right. Okay. For Phoenix, for Phoenix Squadron. But they, something, something goes wrong. So like later when they get back, Hera's like, what happened? And what happened mm. was Ezra Bridger. He's <laughs> the thing that happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of a, a, a cool moment. Did you have anything else written down there? Yeah. It's su- I think it's super cool that we get to see how skill, skilled they all are. They all have their skills. And um, for example, Hera is, um, I was going to say the driver. <laughs> yeah, the driver. She is the driver. The pilot. Yeah, she's the pilot. <laughs> um, she's the pilot, and then we learn to, that um, there is that special connection. So, um, what's his name? Kanan is probably yeah. is, is really special, and I, I for some reason I love Zeb. Yeah, he's so cool, and I love yeah. his weapon. And we learn more oh, about yeah. that later. Right. But yeah, he looks like a to me like a female version of Tigress and a Kung Fu Panda. Really? Yeah. But like really, yeah. really, str- I don't know. Yeah, we we learn they're all yeah. they all know what they're doing and they've been yeah. doing that and they're a great team. They right. have they can always talk to each other. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love how we yeah get um introduced to to the group, and um major takeaways from here. So. There's two major takeaways. Um, so one, I loved when Kanan said, it's not who is first, but who is last. Yeah. He says that to Ezra because Ezra's claiming right. um, the whatever they stole. Cargo. The mm-hmm. cargo. Yeah. Because he stole it from them. Right. Or he saw it first. 
Yeah, and he yeah, because yeah, he acquired it first. Like he yes. got to it. Yeah, right. So he I got to it first. first. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah right. They tried to um, knock out the um, the troopers. The troopers mm-hmm. and Ezra came in and just you know got the the goodies and right. he's like oh it's mine because i got there first but kanan says no it's not who is first but who's the last and i like that because it's true for so so many things it's not who is you know first in line who is who was you know the fittest first or who, yeah. who's um yeah, who really. has all everything figured out first in life yeah. but it's more like about who in the long run will succeed keeps going yes. keeps finishing love you know, that I, we often say in meetings too like it's not the person who interjects the first that has the best idea normally it gets the conversation going but normally the people who are sitting there waiting thinking and, and like again you can be the person who says something first and last but as long as you're evolving along the way so yeah that, that is kind of a cool um, moment or line and something to mm-hmm. think about right uh, teachable moment I guess from from Canaan to Ezra so right yeah and then the second moment I loved was when Ezra realizes what the Phoenix Squadron really does, what they all do, what they're fighting for, and that they do it for other people, actually. They, f- they stole food and weapons to support other people that have nothing, and it's all for a bigger cause. Mm-hmm. Because the whole time Ezra thinks they're just thieves like him, they just want to survive, they just want to make money, Right. but then yep. he, he realizes what it's all about. Right, because at one or point he's starting, I should say. Yeah, he's starting, starting to, to realize, realize it. Um, they are they are going back, so they pick him up. He gets in the ship with them. They're flying around Lothal, and they're getting away from Tie Fighters, right? And they're like, "Don't worry, we're going to take you back to the planet." So they take him back to the planet surface. And he's like, "Well, this is not near my home, but it's, it's clicks away." Um, but they go to this place called like Tarkin Town, which is Tarkin is the is um, he's a moff uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, and he basically is kind of in control of some of the outer rim here. And he's created anybody who speaks out against the empire. So that group of people that they're feeding, they are individuals who spoke out against the empire. And so yeah. he is there now. Um, one, one guy comes up to him and says something like, you know, thanks so much yeah. or whatever. And he's like, I, I didn't do anything. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has that moment where like, oh, I feel kind of awkward because I just wanted to steal this stuff. But yet they're they're giving this. They're doing a good thing and giving it away. So they were stealing it to literally give it away. What was he going to do with it? Hoard it, keep it until it rotted, and maybe he couldn't evade it all in time, you know? (laughs) Like, seriously, I mean, he, you know, so who knows? Um, But, yeah, it dawns on him that this is something kind of important, so he has a a moment there. All right, that was good. Right. That was good. Um, And then the last question I had for you um, was the moment, of course, we are all um, kind of... um... Oh, you're fine. (laughs) You're good. We're watching Ezra um mm-hmm. as he something is something is calling him something is calling him from inside the ship right um, yes. the ghost yep uh and he discovers someone has um Jedi artifacts yes someone and has, yeah right and um we see that Kanan catches him so obviously mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it must be Kanan um and I raised the question so where did Kanan get his lightsaber from and is he a full jedi oh yeah yeah okay okay so yeah kanan um was and this is where we're going to pro- you know provide some background some context or whatever so kanan was a a padawan just like you <laughs> just like you he was once a padawan okay he was an apprentice uh Depa balaba was his master and so she's a master she actually is in episode one she's sitting on the council when they bring oh, little anakin in yeah she's wow. sitting there yeah 
Yeah, so his master was sitting there. Now, she doesn't, I don't believe Kanan is, uh, no, he's not, he's not her apprentice yet. Uh, he, okay. will, he will be years later. Yes. But she's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually is the apprentice of Mace Windu. And so there's this really kind of cool line where Mace Windu is the one who was fighting Emperor Palpatine. He has the purple lightsaber, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson is, is, is who plays him. And so he trained Depa Balaba. Depa Balaba trains Kanan Jarrus. And you can kind of figure out where, where, where we're going with all of this. So yeah. he's got a holocron. Um, his master sacrificed herself during Order 66 so that Kanan could get away, so that he could go and, and just and survive. So when the Grand Inquisitor at the beginning says something like, or when they're talking, invaders like, you know, um, the Jedi are still around. The children of the forest are there. If there's any Jedi that you find, kill those Jedi as well. Kanan is one of those Jedi mm-hmm. who is still around from the time, who still has formal training. Um, so, like, he's still formally trained by someone else who was formally trained. That's kind of where yes. I, 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 I say, like, okay, that makes that person a Jedi. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because he wasn't technically a Jedi apprentice. He never got to the rank of, like, Jedi Knight, but he was uh, a Jedi apprentice. Okay. His name used to be Caleb Doom, actually. Oh, Okay. So he changed his name, went on the run, comes across Hera, and there's actually a whole book, which we can read at some point, too, about them meeting and the formation of their little crew. Wow, so, really? Yeah. Kind of a whole story. Oh, I thought it was all new and the characters were all new, but there is a book on it. Well, they, they made that. I'm trying to remember when that book came out, whether it was after season one. Like season one comes out and then I think they do like a backstory. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like season one comes out, I think, and I could be wrong about this. If, if I am, you guys can correct me. Um, but I think then they wrote a book to kind mm-hmm. of say, okay, uh, let's talk about, cause when we jump into it, there are already, there's already four, four members, five, right. if you include chopper, which you should. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, like that's, that's kind of a cool thing. So if like, how did they come together? How did Sabine join up? How did, how did Kanan meet Hera? All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's what I've never actually read. I've only read the cliff notes of it. So that would be a fun one to read. Really? Are Kanan and Hera a thing? Are they a thing? <laughs> so far they've been saying things like love or, you know, she's she's like, okay. In the first episode, she says, okay, love, or something like that. I didn't even catch that. I know. This is why <laughs> I, so I didn't either. When I was going through, I was like, I was like oh, shoot, there's that. I wondered if you were going to ask that question. I was going to kind of hold on to it. But she does say it okay. uh, out the gate. And they talk about the other members as, as if they're kids, you know? so Yeah, that's cool. As if they're, yeah. yeah. So Spectre 1 is Kanan. He's number one. Mm-hmm. And number two is Hera. Spectre 2. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, Yeah. Anyway, she's really cool. The ship's name is Ghost and everything, but yeah. So he has a holocron, right? So okay. That, that, yeah. Remember, remember that that square cube? Yes. So right at the end of this episode, what we see after the the food and everything, Ezra's really not feeling it. He goes back and as you said, he's got the lightsaber, mm-hmm. which you said. But he actually right before that, he he found the holocron, the box. And so what's interesting with the holocron? This is it's kind of an information storage device that the Jedi used. But also, sweetie, the Jedi used holocrons and the Sith used holocrons as well. Yes, and right? they do. They still do. Right. So there's this cool kind of they contain ancient lessons, valuable information. Uh, they can fit in your palm. They glow. They can be different mm-hmm. shapes. Some of them can be triangular. Some can be square. Uh, lots of different stuff. But to like open them and access them, you have to use the force. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the whole thing you've already seen the first couple episodes so uh folks know where we're going with that yeah like you have to open it and this is what kane is gonna have ezra do is to see hey 
can he access it? Can he open it and, and use it um, to acquire information? Does that does he have the force? If he opens it, Kanan knows he has the force. The force is with him. You know, he's yeah. force sensitive. Yeah. So that's kind of the test that they're they're wondering whether or not he has because he, he sees him force jump. Remember when he has the crate yes. and he's running and he force oh, yeah. jumps and they already sensed each other in the, in, in the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode. So like Kanan's on to him and he's mm-hmm. thinking, all right, something's up, yep. you know. So, yeah, really kind of cool. Um, let me see here. Last couple things. So they are um, sorry about the geese there, guys. Uh, <laughs> we got the window open because it's hot in here. Uh, yeah, so they're on the they're on the ship. They're they're having a private meeting about the Wookies at the very right. end of this episode. It's all about okay. So now let's move on to our next thing. They got some information from uh, Bazago when he they they sold sort of the weapons, the blasters. They got some food in exchange. Then they then they sold some of the whatever. So they figure out that like the Wookies are being taken to. Uh, they're on a transport, and they, they know that they're captured by the Empire. They're going to be laborers, workers, slaves. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we've got to go free them. We've got we've got to go do something. They have this private meeting. Ezra kind of butts in right there at the end, uh, which, which is cool. And I think the whole thing ends with they're going to free the Wookiees, and um, Hera's like, oh, my God, here comes in like a Star Destroyer. This is a trap. And it, the episode ends with that. It says to to be continued. She's trying to urge Ezra to go warn them. She has to stay there. The driver's got to stay there. She's the driving the getaway car, <laughs> and Ezra's got to go, kind of warn them, right? Yes. So yeah, that's kind of the end of episode one. Yes, sweetie. I have one more question that is um, a little bit off topic. Okay. And I'm just trying to remember. So the emperor. Palpatine. Mm-hmm. He's yep. not really in this episode, really. Right um, now, no. Part of the show, mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but was he? Is the Force with him? Is he a Sith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I couldn't remember it. I cannot believe you asked that question. This is why I love talking to people who are like new to start. Like, is the Force with him? Identically, it is. Unfortunately, the Force is with him. Okay. Uh, it's just that the the dark side of the Force. Yeah. Uh, is with him. <laughs> That's so funny how you asked that. Yeah, sorry. Um, I mean, you probably were like, oh my God, I can't believe she asked that. That, that oh, she no, no, forgot no, 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 about no, that. No, no. Uh-uh. Th- th- this is the thing. People forget that like when you come into Star Wars, there's so much. You know, originally I wanted to do kind of a Legends deep dive with you in books and stuff. I'm like, we should start with something mm-hmm. way more concrete like yeah. this, like watching something. Yeah seeing it experiencing it and i know you like animation and this style of art and stuff so uh i was like rebels will be great because mm-hmm. now we can talk about the things like jedi sith holocrons we can kind of bridge episodes one two and three to episodes four five and six yeah. and really we got to spend a lot of time in that period there's like a 19 year gap um between episode three and four right so right. this is about 15 years after um episode three so it's like five years prior to episode five or four four maybe before episode four mm-hmm. yeah so yeah we're getting like the, the the rebellion is kind of uh forming and things are things are going on so yeah, yeah it's a really interesting time but yes palpatine um who was the chancellor chancellor right. palpatine in the first that. movie he's senator palpatine mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then he goes to chancellor palpatine and he all along, the force was with him. 
Okay. The dark side of the force was with him. Wow. Yeah. And he sat right in front of everyone and no one knew that he had, that he was the Sith they were looking for. Right. And then he turns and he takes the strongest, the best of the Jedi, Anakin Skywalker, and he turns him to the dark side and makes him his apprentice. And he has this master plan, Order 66, wipe out all the Jedi, kill them all. They're the enemy. And then he has control of everything. And now now the public does not know. So yeah. the general public just thinks he's Emperor Palpatine. Right. But the Jedi knew, oh, he's Darth Sidious. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense. He, you see? Yeah. yeah. His other name. Yep. Mm. Yeah. He has another name. Right. Yeah. Because that's his dark side name. But his public name to everyone is Emperor Palpatine. Mm. Sheev Palpatine is yeah. his name. Yeah. And all Sith have that... Um, they have Darth in front of their name. That's their... They should, yeah. So, like, there's this whole idea that there's a rule of two. Um, so that there's a master and an apprentice mm-hmm. on the dark side of the Force. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back into lore and legends. But, like, at one point, there were thousands of Sith. Mm-hmm. And they fought thousands of Jedi. Yeah. But they kept getting beat. And so, over time... And actually, the Sith were their worst, their own worst enemy. Like, they, they, they all wanted to kind of not only fight the Jedi and beat them... Mm-hmm. But they would fight amongst themselves and plot to be okay. like number one on the council, the emperor mm-hmm. of the Sith. Like yeah. they would fight each other and that kind of stuff, right? So then someone named Darth Bane comes along and he basically says, uh, we need to go down to just two, a master and an apprentice. And the, he creates the rule of two. There shall be, there should only be yeah. two. Because at such a small number, mm-hmm. they could hide in the shadows. They could free for a so when Yoda says in Episode One, like or, or Qui Gon says, the Sith have returned. There, Mace Windu says, impossible. There's no way the Sith could have returned yeah. unless we would have we, we would have known, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the whole point: is that they use deception, stealth, and they've stayed in the shadows. They operate in secret. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Okay. And so there are other. Um, dark side users like I mean technically Master Yoda if he wanted to he could turn to the dark side of the force and use it okay if he wanted to yeah he doesn't he doesn't practice in that side of the force he uses the light side of the force uh, people often debate like whether or not Obi-Wan when Qui-Gon Jinn was killed in episode one did he tap into the dark side to beat Darth Maul now I don't think he did but people mm-hmm. are like oh he looks angry he's coming out yeah. of there like like doo, 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 yeah you know going crazy <laughs> and like getting after Darth Maul but really he was just going into Avengers master he he called upon the force and he goes nuts and it's yeah. awesome uh but like any of them could tap into dark side powers but the Sith truly are kind of um like the Jedi they have their own code their own uh, way uh, the way of the Sith and everything yeah. and what and then yeah and I have to look up their whole mantra and stuff but like yeah they, they're a whole different thing and they've gone down to just two so when you start off it is episode one you have Emperor Palpatine and his apprentice is Darth Maul okay yeah. the guy with the red face yep. mm-hmm. and the and the double lightsaber right so then Darth Maul gets defeated uh, episodes two and three it's Count Dooku so his public name is Count right. Dooku. Right. And Count mm-hmm. Dooku was once a Jedi, but Count Dooku's dark side name is Darth Tyrannus. OK. Yeah. So he has a dark side name. OK. Yeah. Um, now, Anakin, when you know he's Anakin Skywalker, when he turns to the dark side, he becomes Darth Vader. And they actually go ahead and use they since the Jedi are evil. It's you can't really say, OK, Anakin survived and now he's Darth Vader. They said, no, Anakin is dead. 
and Darth Vader rose. And he has this whole transformation where he's in right. a suit. So he has no public name. He is just Darth Vader. Right. You know? Wow. Yeah. And he is a dark side user. But then the, no one's why. Like, they understand that he's being employed. So Palpatine is Palpatine gets enough power to where he really is doing whatever he wants. And then um, they call him Lord Vader in the originals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just kind of an interesting... <laughs> Wow, yeah, I'm so sorry you had to go back that far, but oh. I learned, you know, like that's good. I there is good. no, there is no dumb questions, and when you're learning, and I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a learner now. I'm your you are one, so I gotta ask all the questions because if you are afraid of asking the questions, well, then you never learn. No, so. and I really wanted you to because I want you to understand it, so that way when you see things happen in Rebels, you're like, oh. Okay, I understand what they're doing. Yeah, and it, it, it's really kind of a cool thing. Like I, I explained to you in this, um. Zeb, in the concept desert, uh, desert, <laughs> <laughs> the concept. I haven't had dessert. Yes, I maybe I had too much of it. Actually, <laughs> uh, in the con- rebel ice cream, by the way, rebel ice cream. By the way, shout out to them. I hope they sponsor the show. Um, we had uh, so the the concept art is what I'm trying to say. Ralph McQuarrie is the guy who was the original concept artist for Star Wars. He made a couple different sketches of Chewbacca. And they used, I think, one of his versions of Chewbacca for Zeb. They said, okay. And that, that's why they call him a hairless Wookiee. And right. That, that's coming up in, I think, episode two. That is actually two. so funny that, yeah. yeah, when you know, if you, yeah, once you know that, that's such a cool connection. Right? I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it was really cool. And it, there's an old poster out there um, where they did kind of some concept art with, with his old, um, you know, ideas or whatever. So, yeah, fun stuff like that. And I, I want to provide you context. And so if it comes up again, you're like, who is this person? Or even if you forget one of their names, just ask because yeah. that's the whole point. I think folks will have fun just kind of diving back into a rewatch. So we're doing it. We're trying to go basically every day, by the way. Right. Friends. Like at least Monday through Friday, we're going to be hitting it pretty hard. Uh, we've got some travels coming up. I think we're going to Universal and stuff later on. Uh, but we're going to try to hit this pretty hard Monday through Friday. You're still going to have the main show, by the way. So Matt and I will still do some Kenobi speculation, all that fun stuff. But like Lottie and I are just going to do a Rebel rewatch. I might like in the podcast feed title it like RR, just the beginning of it, like RR1 mm-hmm. or like I'll label the season like RR and then season one, episode one. So folks know what we're doing. And the RRs kind of indicate we're doing a Rebel rewatch. Sounds good, right? Right. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty good name. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's what we're gonna do. Um, that any other final thoughts, sweetie? Um, you've seen the first four episodes. We're just talking about one and two today. So we just did number one. We'll come right back with number two. But any final thoughts on that first episode? Hmm. Yes. You, I mean, it's you liked cool, it. It's a cool way to to dive into it and see how the whole rebellion, you know, yes. is starting starts the spark of yeah. rebellion. Yeah. So. Um, all right, friends. Well, if you would like to, um, we have a couples account. You guys can follow us at Fleur and Bill. Uh, we're going to be doing more stuff later on, projects and different things. So you guys can follow us over on Instagram there, and we post updates and stuff. Um, you can follow Lottie at Charlotte Sue, and you can follow me at Wamprat underscore two. That rhymes. That rhymes. That's pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So with that, friends, uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. And as always, may the force be with you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. See ya. (laughs) Juicy. Juicy.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.